Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Like that's where we're at. When I read some of these tweets, that's all I want to say in response is just fuck off. Welcome to Manic Rambling Spiral. I am Heather B. Armstrong. And I am John R. Bray. This will probably be coming to you several weeks after the fact. Hopefully, I will be able to open Twitter and not read any more think pieces about it. Stout or be confronted. Um, but we were going to, we were tossing around the idea of civility. Um, in this country right now and <laughs> you say through gritted teeth <laughs> yeah uh, because over the weekend um, we're recording this right after this has happened um sarah sanders tweeted from her official government account about a restaurant throwing her and her party out of the restaurant or refusing to serve her and which one is completely un- unethical completely unethical um, and then actually the president tweeted this morning. I don't know if you saw that. The president tweeted about the restaurant this morning. Is that the, his, the tweet about the dirty awnings? Yeah. Yes, from his official presidential account. Right. Yeah. And just so that we're clear here where I stand on this whole issue, the bakery in Colorado, which refused to bake a cake for a, a gay couple, is quite different than uh, a restaurant refusing to serve Sarah Sanders. Agreed. Um, Being your sexual orientation is a protected class. Um, Being the mouthpiece of a bigoted administration is not a protected class. You cannot be discriminated against uh, for agreeing to be the lying mouthpiece of Donald Trump. So that's where I stand on this whole issue. And it's pretty cut and dry for me. Yeah. And I just read about this. So so what happened is all of these politicians and even the Washington fucking Post wrote a piece about how we need to be more civil to each other. And that's how we're nothing's nothing's going to get accomplished if we're going to continue. If if any restaurant can throw anyone out, are we just going to have Republican restaurants and Democratic restaurants? And it's just all of these ridiculous people are just jumping to these ridiculous conclusions about everything. And I just, I don't want to read about how we're supposed to be civil to these people. I don't want to read about it. I mean, I think the more disruptive it is for those people to experience life in public, the better um, until they stop their egregious policies. And if that's the way that to get them to stop, I mean, it, it was really helpful for the Secretary of Homeland Security to be heckled at a Mexican restaurant in terms of getting that executive order signed right. about immigration. Well, it's just, it's gotten to the point where, I mean, I know that the, you know, when they go low, we go high. I get that. I totally get that. 
But there is also a certain point where you have to realize that that doesn't work. And that for some people, it, 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 they don't care. Mm-hmm. And I don't like to say that, you know, fight fire with fire. But at a certain point, there are just, it's not even fighting fire with fire. It's just there's consequences. There are consequences to being an asshole. Mm-hmm. That's life. And this has gone beyond asshole. This, is, this oh, right. has gone beyond that. Right, right, yeah. 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 Well, and I think that's um, where it comes, the, the the line is drawn for me with the bakery is, and I I know that this is a thing that people disagree with, but you don't choose to be gay. You are gay. That's who you are. It's like you don't choose to be. I chose to be a, a heterosexual. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. 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 I chose to like dick. <laughs> right. And just like everyone out there who's black chose to be black. So in those cases, you can't. You can't discriminate against that, but you you choose to work and speak for and broadcast for a racist, mm-hmm. and there's consequences to that. There, there just there are. We need to be more civil with each other, and we need to be able to sit down with each other. And I okay, so I read this piece, this wonderfully brilliantly written piece uh, this morning on Esquire. You may have seen it, but I'll forward it to you. And I did not know this about what had happened. So Sarah Sanders shows up to the, I, th- I believe it's called the Red Hen. And it was in Lexington, Virginia. I think so, yeah. Um, so she shows up with her party and the owner of the restaurant, um, several of her employees were gay. And she um, gathered her employees together and, you know, asked them if they were uncomfortable and took a vote, and the vote among the employees was that they wanted her to go. So she approached Sarah and pulled her aside and said that she would they would not be serving her and that she would comp the cheese plates they had already ordered. Oh, that piece I did not know. I knew she had pulled yes. her aside. I knew there was no scene made, but there I didn't was no realize scene. that. Wow. And comped the cheese plates that they had already ordered. And the, this writer was like, how more civil of a way do you say to someone you need to go than the way this person handled it? And there would need, there would be no brouhaha, there would be none of this if Sarah hadn't used her government Twitter account to make a ruckus about the whole thing. Right. Like the whole thing was handled as civilly as you can possibly get. Right. Um. And this whole push for civility is is a, it's creepy to me because it's t- it's a tactic that gaslighters use. Like, no, hmm, are you getting upset? You're the one who's being irrational, right? You're the one who. Why are you getting so upset? Why are you Why are you coming at me with that language? Why are you refusing me service? You're the one who's getting. You're the one who's getting upset. You're the one who's wrong here. Right, and then typically, what happens in that case is people give in, mm-hmm. and then that that that's where I have an issue because that's then seen as compromising. Yeah, but it's it's not. I just saw. I wish I had saved the the tweet, but. Someone was basically saying, like, what's happening is the right, and this is un- unrelated to the restaurant, but 
the right is is asking for genocide and the left is saying no and people are like okay but come on maybe just a little bit of genocide <laughs> I, I saw that like, one. <laughs> but that and it's it's ridiculous but that's exactly what is happening it's like we we need to compromise about something horrible but that's not how compromise works like if it's a horrible thing there should just not be any of it no, and I, I think we may have said this before, but I don't think, first of all, compromise is not going to work with winning these people over is not a tactic that we should be doing or going after right. or using. It's not a tactic we should be using. Appeasing these people, appealing to their sensibilities is not something that we should be pursuing. There is no converting uh, people who are justifying the imprisonment of babies who have been separated from their parents, people who, are, who, who can justify that, there is no winning them over. There is no bottom. Right. To sink to. No. I, I, I mean, there's no winning that person over to our way of thinking in terms of like, do you see why this is wrong? Do you see why this is harmful? There's no being civil is not going to win these people over. And when people keep saying, well, this is why Trump won and this is why Trump won. And it's like, no, <laughs> no, right. no, that's not why I've read a few pundits who are like, you know, the tactic that we have to use is go after those who were not motivated to vote, who would vote for the better good of, of society. Right. Although then, and then I think I just ha I just have to stop reading Twitter because it's just so. F I, 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 I get off Twitter and I feel hopeless, completely and utterly hopeless. And someone was like, um, "All of you guys who are pinning your hopes on the midterms, guess what? Governments who are building internment camps and who are separating families." Those countries don't have fair elections, just so you just so you're aware. Right. Yeah, that's the direction it's headed. Yeah. <sighs> oh, and then I read the whole thread and I was like, I gotta try oh God, I gotta stop. I gotta stop. I gotta stop. I gotta stop. And then like somebody responded and said, Yeah, I, I totally agree. I'm telling all of my friends to get ready to live <laughs> under martial law. Oh god. <laughs> like, <laughs> yep. I'm like, turn off the phone, throw the phone, throw the phone. With Things like Sarah Sanders at the Red Hen, it's it's just so different than the bakery situation because in that situation, you have people that that work at that restaurant that whose lives are directly affected in a really negative way by what the administration has done or wants to do. Mm -hmm. So you have a group of people that feels threatened essentially maybe not threatened specifically by her but threatened by what she is a part of and what she's helping to move forward and then you have yes. a baker who just doesn't like gay people like it's it's a totally different thing it's not like he feels threatened by them well he's saying that his religious yeah his that. his I right know. to practice his religion is being infringed upon but i just where in the religion does it say that you can't bake a gay cake <laughs> I mean it doesn't it doesn't it's just an excuse to hate that's what it is uh, somebody said uh, all cakes are gay cakes by the way right, right. 
Yeah. Well, and that's what I was hearing after um, the Secretary of Homeland Security was heckled out of the restaurant. Someone went on Twitter, they're like, you realize every restaurant in America is basically a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> I know. Because none of you want those jobs. So it's, you know, it, it, that's what's so, that's what's so bizarre. So bizarre. But the number of voices that are notably silent when the system isn't working in their favor, I think is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's like There's this- the border crisis, like the, what happened to the all lives matter people? Like they're not, they're not yeah. down there. Because they didn't actually mean those those lives. They're not part of all. You know, it's fine to deny a gay couple a cake, but oh, but when it happens to one of our own, suddenly that's not okay. Somebody on Fox and Friends, did you see this? Was this actually said about the kids? over the weekend? Yeah, yeah, that if he were doing this to to our children to one of our children like these aren't kids from idaho or montana (laughs) oh he just came right out and said it yeah like there's no hiding the racism anymore there's no hiding it i mean it's just out just out yeah just like hanging it's like your dick hanging out of your pants it's just right there well and that that i think is like i would much rather them just i would much rather people just come right out and say yeah i hate the jews or I hate black people instead of saying those comments and then acting like, well, no, it's not that I don't like them. It's just different. No, that's you're saying the same thing. You're saying that you value these kids less than white kids. What they're saying, if you listen to them, they mask it in the language of, well, if they would just obey the law, right? Then none, of, then none of these bad things would be happening to them if they would just obey the law. If black kids wouldn't run away from the police, they wouldn't be shot. Right. If, if, um, if people who are being extorted by the Guatemalan government would just stop being extorted by the Guatemalan government and not seek asylum, we wouldn't have to take their kids away. Right. But it, it, that is again spinning it back to them. I mean, it's it's victim blaming at every turn. Mm-hmm. Except except though, when Sarah gets kicked out of a restaurant, then the victim is just the victim. Well, here's the thing about that: is <laughs> yeah, she basically directed her mob at that restaurant. Is what she did with that tweet, right? Nobody's nobody's brought that up. Nobody's brought up the fact that, wait a minute, she just called out by name a restaurant on her government Twitter account. And I, I, I suppose I saw that a restaurant in D.C. by the same name is getting death threats and then is being um, hit with somebody's egging the restaurant. But it, but a different restaurant, right, you said? Yes. Yeah, which mm-hmm. is, it's not funny, but I mean... You have to see the humor there. Like, you're you're outraged, but you don't even actually know who you're angry with. Yeah. But the the whole civility part is, wait a minute. She just directed her angry mob at that restaurant is what she did. And that's not even a part of your whole civility argument. Right. 
But that, but see that this is what happens is it's the, it's the rhetoric of it that, well, no, she didn't, she didn't direct the mob. She just said what happened. Mm-hmm. Yes. Technically, maybe that's true. But you know, the res- you know, what's going to happen. It's kind of like the, the separating the kids. Like maybe you're right that there was no line that said this had to happen, but when you structure things in such a way where that is the only possible outcome, then that's basically what you've done. So when you announce it on your government account and you know the people that are following you, you know what's going to happen. I mean, there was a point maybe really early on where I would just say, maybe they're stupid, but they're not. It's, it's malicious. And then, and then Trump doubles down with his own, Ridiculous tweet. Maxine Waters came out and publicly said, you know, I don't think that anybody in this administration should be able to. I'm I'm not exactly sure her exact quote, but she basically said that everyone in in his administration should feel uncomfortable. They should. What they're doing is reprehensible and they should feel uncomfortable. And he, I don't know if you saw, he basically, it's not even a veiled threat. He came out and tweeted that she had she was asking for the um what did he say she was asking for members of the make america great movement again she was asking for them to be harmed and then he said well you better you better be careful what you ask for maxine really yes and she's just saying that these people don't deserve respect basically right Wow. Yeah, because nothing I've seen, as soon as the border crisis started happening, that was when I started to see all of these calls. Like, these people should not be able to eat in peace. These people should not be able to clock out and still enjoy an amazing life when they're contributing to this hell. But nowhere have I seen any calls for violence at all. No. Wow. And he, so he tweeted that out, you said? Yes. So I'm sure his account is not suspended. No. Yeah. No, no. No. Wow. Someone on Twitter doxed the ICE directory. Did you hear about this? Yes. I yeah, they they like put a post up on Medium, but Medium deleted it, so then they put a database out and all that. Right? Yeah, and it got deleted everywhere it went. But it was it was what names and titles? But no, it was no names address, and right? Titles. I believe it had phone numbers. Okay. I, I saw it. I mean, um, I actually looked. I didn't like write anything down, but oh, I really? saw the list. Yeah, it was taken down everywhere by on on every platform, and it was like, wow, how quick they are to protect those names when they are they will they do nothing in the face of the, the daily harassment that people experience on Twitter, right? Nothing. Which I just, I mean, I know that people will immediately respond with flippant remarks that it's this or that but i i don't understand why that is like why it is so consistent i feel like it's more than money and maybe maybe it's not maybe it's as simple as that but it's it's so blatant that i i I don't i just don't get it i don't understand the why i don't understand the benefit it doesn't make any sense no maybe i'm just ignorant i don't know but it's such a weird situation. Yeah. But I'm kind of done taking the high road. You know? 
there is going to be legislation introduced in the next little bit. Uh, someone, a representative in California, is introducing le- legislation to, to abolish ICE. He said he was doing it after he visited some border facilities and he saw what was going on. He said it was just the most heinous, one of the most heinous th- things he's ever witnessed. God. And, I mean, ICE is raiding restaurants. It's raiding meat factories, people, I mean, border patrol in fucking New Hampshire are stopping people and demanding to see citizenship records. This is all very problematic for our republic. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. The thing that people are just choosing not to realize is, I mean, I mentioned this in in our last episode that, you know, I'm exceptionally white, sunburned very easily, but I'm very white. But on any given day, outside of a driver's license, I don't know how I would prove that I'm a citizen. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't carry a passport with me. I don't carry a birth certificate. I don't carry this stuff. So we just all assume that, and by not we, these people assume that this will not affect them. That clearly I'm American, so this doesn't affect me. But I can't, I, I don't know what you would do. I mean, what the hell? I imagine like if I were visiting Maine and running, I don't carry any identification at all. Right. So then you're asked for identification. I can't can't prove anything. And I'm very much from here. And we say, well, that, that doesn't apply to you. That can't happen. No, it can. This is like the first step in that starting to happen. Um, the president also tweeted about we have to close our borders and reform our laws and send these people back without any court action or judges involved. Right, no due process at all. And no due process. And I guess there there are some back and forth. People are like, well, I can prove that I'm a, you know, I can prove that I'm a citizen. And it's like, except if you're if you're denied due process, who 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 are you gonna prove that to? Right. Because the people in power are gonna can deny any document that that you show them. Right. Due process works for everyone or it or it works for no one. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, I read something like that. Like if you get pulled over on the you know, the middle of the night on this side road and they want documentation, you can show them every possible bit of legal documentation. And if they just decide they don't like it, that's it. Because you don't mm-hmm. you don't have that right anymore. That is completely terrifying. 
Yeah. But again, it's framed. The people that don't see it as a problem is because they're framing it right now where it doesn't affect the white people. So then it's okay. Like it, because it doesn't affect the white people, it's okay. But the, no one, it's like everyone has this, these blinders on and they don't want to realize that, okay, maybe today, right now, you're right. It doesn't affect you. But by not doing anything to prevent this, it's going to, to hit everybody. Like you're, you're just you know, freely giving away your rights because solely because you imagine it's hurting uh-huh. the brown people and that's cool. With the ironic thing about, um, all of this, there is, um, and even I did this, I'm going to publish a little bit about it today on my website. Um, <laughs> have you, have you charted your DNA? Have you I have not, no. done any of that? Okay. So there's, I know of three companies who are doing it now. I'm sure that there's more than that. Like Ancestry.com has a extensive database. There's a company called, and none of these are sponsors. I'm just, these are the ones that I know of. 23andMe. I did one called Helix through National Geographic. And what you send them what? What do you do? You send them a saliva sample. Okay, wow. And they can chart your DNA back kind of uh, almost to a hundred thousand years, at least the one that I did. And the, the results are really fascinating. Well, they were for me at least, uh, because I really expected, <laughs> I really expected that I wrote this on my website. I expected them to come back and say, you are descended from the movie train spotting period. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. There is nothing in you except Scottish blood period. Like you don't even, you're so Scottish that it's just, that's it. But 25% of, and, and the percentages that they're showing you are basically showing you the makeup of your DNA, I think back to like 5,000 years. Although they can chart you all the way back to, anyway. anyway. Jesus. Yeah, so 25% of my DNA is, is coming from the Iberian Peninsula, Portugal and Spain. Wow. Which was was I I I really considered that you know that it was going to be like seventy percent Great Britain and then the other thirty percent was just going to be you know Western Europe that was it right and then there is a three percent uh, Indian Northern India wow um, which lines up with my sister who she did it through ancestry and she had uh, quite a bit of Pakistani lineage. And of course, I, I shared this uh, with the girls and the <laughs> like every morning for like three days, Marla would wake up and the first thing she would say was, I'm Indian. <laughs> oh, my God. But there's like I this, love the way kids um, process that stuff. Yeah. She probably, I mean, the fact that I have 3% and I, don't, I mean, how much of that is passed down to her, I don't know. I, I would be really interesting to see because I don't know about John's lineage. It would be interesting to see what my kids what what theirs would be like and i may get theirs done anyway back to the irony about all of this is that there's just like it's there's this popular thing to do now is to get your dna done to see you know where where it all came from which goes back to the idea that all of us here except for the Na- the native american populations are immigrants we we all came here our ancestors came here as immigrants, period. All of us. All of us. Right. And 
that is the irony that we are exploring our our DNA to see to trace it back to where we where we came from because we are all fucking immigrants. <laughs> yep. But people assign a, a certain timestamp to it. Like mm-hmm. if you were here before then, then you're not an immigrant. Well, no, that's not how that works. You know? Yeah. Um, Marco Rubio. Oh, man. <laughs> he said something about how, well, you know, we're not separating the babies anymore from the from the parents, but apparently that's not enough for Democrats. Well, we just have to make strong. We can't just let everybody in. And with the fucking, fucking ironic thing about that is that his grandfather, they, his whole family immigrated from Cuba. And then his grandfather went back to for work. And then when he came back to Cuba or came back to the, the States, he did so illegally and was granted amnesty. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I had seen yeah. things about Marco Rubio, but I hadn't taken the time to read into it. Yeah. I don't I don't know where these people get the gall. It's I, I mean, I don't either. But that's what I mean It's when the system is OK when it benefits you. But when it's benefiting someone else, it's not. Mm hmm. And it, I don't, I couldn't, I couldn't have that attitude and, and basically say that to someone's face. I couldn't do it. Like I couldn't bring myself to do it. Like I can do this and you can't for absolutely no reason other than that's what I believe. It's crazy. Yeah. This whole civility debate, like I, and what's going on, you, you think back to our very imperfect founding fathers, as we like to call them. And I say imperfect because I mean, this country was founded on the back of slavery, notwithstanding the documents and the ideas of how to preserve a democracy like ours, the checks and balances, the hard conversations and and whatnot. I just imagine these men rolling in their graves, looking at a mockery that we are making of their intentions, the mockery that we're making of the institution of uh, the presidency and the administration. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, there's still a lot of intelligent writing on, on Twitter, but the number of people that I feel like now are just responding to tweets from Marco Rubio or Trump or Mitt Romney or whoever with basically just fuck off. And then you get all the responses. Well, that's really mature of you. Yeah. You know what? There's really not a whole lot left to say beyond that. Like, that's where we're at. When I read some of these tweets, that's all I want to say in response is just fuck off. There's no civil engaging with these people. There, there, why, there's no engaging at all. Right. You can't engage with them on any level because they're just going to come back at you with some ridiculousness. Right. Yeah. I mean, most of the time when I see someone respond with something, even something really benign, like I, I really disagree because of, of this, like quoted passage from the constitution and then the responses are oh a typical lib like what the fuck <laughs> doesn't have anything to do with being liberal it's just like this is this is from the constitution and that's happening with you know people are saying the ethics violations of, of sarah using her account to basically call out this restaurant and people are like no, no no totally different no it's it's not different like it this is that's what the law is Mm-hmm. And it's not because I'm not a fan of Donald Trump. Like that's that's what the law is. No, and and if that restaurant decided to sue either Sarah or Donald Trump, they would the law's on their side. 
Right. And that's what people don't want to see. So that's why this like, oh, I, I understand that you're offended that she got kicked out, but let's talk about why what she did is not okay. But no one wants to have that conversation. So there's no reason to do it anymore. She's just doing her job. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. She's just doing her job. It's wild, man. It's wild. It is fucking wild. Yep. It doesn't, I mean, like you, you mentioned when we started this, that hopefully by the time this episode comes out, we're no longer hearing about it. And we probably won't be because there'll be something even more absurd that has happened mm-hmm. because that's, that's what it is. I read, I, I didn't respond. It was some response to a tweet. Someone was saying the basic comment was there's always something you liberals are always complaining about something different every week. I'm like, yeah, that's because new shit happens <laughs> every day. So you can't focus on any one topic for any amount of time. I, I'm going to plug this book. Um, and I was, the, the author's publisher actually sent it to me on purpose because she wanted me to plug it on Twitter somewhere. But her name is Amy Siskind. And she wrote a book called The List. Okay. And she she's documenting all of the abnormalities of this administration week by week. So and, not, not necessarily illegal things, just anything that's very abnormal for a administration. Yes. Okay. Yes. Interesting. And it is one of the thickest books I've ever been sent, first of all, and it's just his first year. Oh God. It's Amy Siskind. I'm, if you do a search for her on Twitter, you'll find her, but like she's, the way she's talking about like she's like week 82 is probably the worst so far in this presidency and i'm and then that's saying something it is a week by week reckoning of everything that is not right about what's going on and yeah that so that's exactly true of course we're complaining about something every week like there's a there's a book published about right. it and she's continuing to document it for further volumes and it's a staggering read. That says a lot. Yeah. Well, that's just it is you could pick anything. I mean, you could pick something from 36 weeks ago and it's probably still pretty valid to talk about it, but you can't keep up. And which I, I honestly think is part of the strategy. It's part of keeping us distracted. I mean, Melania's coat when Melania went to go visit oh, a, det- God, yeah. a detainee center. For those of you who are living under a rock, Melania Trump wore a $35 jacket. Yeah. Was it from, what was it from? Oh, I don't remember where. Madewell? No, I don't even think, I wasn't it from something a little little closer to like Forever 21? Yeah, something like that um, that said, I don't care, do you? Question mark. As she was boarding the plane to go visit an immigration detainee center. That 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 tactic is being used to distract us. However, there's no way that she didn't know what she was doing. The woman used to be a fashion model. Right. She's very aware of her clothing. And I saw these people arguing all over Twitter. And someone was like, let's not talk about her wardrobe. They're distracting us. And we're getting away from the real issue here. And I love the way someone put it. Someone was like, listen, we can walk and chew gum at the same time. Right. Okay. 
when 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 an administration does something as egregious as what she did by wearing that jacket, we can call it out while still being outraged about the fact that they're separating families at the border. We can we can do both. Right. And the responses to that were ridiculous because I think the first response from like her spokesperson was it was just a coincidence. She just wore the jacket. Don't really look into it. I hope we don't focus on that. And then and then Trump's comment is that it was a statement to the media. Like, okay, mm-hmm. it can't be both of those things. Like, it can't <laughs> be nothing <laughs> and a message at the same time. Somebody on Twitter was like, he didn't know it was for him. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. He didn't know it was aimed at him. Oops. But that's just it. Like, so much is happening. And I mean, even in addition to her wearing that, then she didn't even actually, she went to some cushy facility somewhere rather yeah. than one, like, that's what I mean. You can't even keep up. Like, wow, that that jacket was ridiculous. Oh, God, she didn't actually even visit one of the centers. What? How? How is it possible? I feel like it would be exhausting to be this terrible. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't get it. Right? Oh, God, I gotta get up and do something terrible again today. And I have to somehow make it worse than the day before. <laughs> exactly. That would be exhausting, right? Like, unless you, unless you're a genuine psychopath. Seriously, yeah. Like, because then you don't even have to give any thought to doing something worse. You just, it's a like a natural part of you. But I mean, I like, I like, I find it interesting to follow politics. I don't want to talk about this shit. Like, I, I, we shouldn't have to talk about this. Like this, these things should not be happening. They shouldn't be part of the conversation. No. I mean, the best the best tweet that I saw was. Someone said, how do they word this? We're upset that you're ripping children away from their parents. You were upset that a black man tried to give you free health care. So, no, it's not the same. And it's like, yeah, that's that's a pretty accurate summation. I would rather I would rather be talking about the Affordable Care Act than this ridiculousness. But here we are. Yep. So it's kind of another another grim note. Sorry. Being civil. Gotta be civil. Stop it with the bad words. Right. Gotta be civil with each other. Have a compromise. Just a little bit of genocide. Just a little bit of genocide. God. So, you know. Yes. Contribute to this conversation. Uh, Well, let me just expand that slightly i mean we always love to hear from our listeners whether you agree or disagree but especially with these issues that are just major human rights issues in our country and the things that are happening speak up and speak out make your voice heard and do what you can whether you can attend a march or donate money or whatever just make your voice heard in some way and i recognize that not everyone can can donate the same amount or can travel as often or can do as much but do what you can mm-hmm. and let us know about it or just vent because honestly that is kind of what we need right now it's just a place to scream into the void so we can be your void we can be your void and you can email us at stories at manicramblings.com or you can find us on social media on twitter facebook and instagram at Manic Ramblings and you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Manic Ramblings and that way you can get a little more involved and help us continue these ramblings to hopefully get us through these dark times because through the void damn is it dark 
just getting worse. And until next time, fuck, 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 Explicit. Put the E next to the episode. An E for civility. Many thanks to Tan Lines for the soundtrack, to Lisa Congdon for the cover art, and to Ryan Coomer for his expertise with the editing stuff. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.